Good morning, everyone. Um, it is Super Bowl Sunday, February the 11th, 2024. Um, I'm back with another betting episode, and I'm probably going to include these more and more in as the as seasons trickle along, as seasons start to get ramped up. Um, I'm going to start putting more, more bet ones in because one of the things I've done recently with my budget is that I've closed off a bunch of superfluous spending so I've got some money to go burn down at the casino now $10 bets once a week it doesn't sound like a lot of money but you know when you say I'm betting $40 a month on sports games for a lot of people that's also not a lot of money for me it would be very easy to spend more than that money because I like sporting events I like watching them I like to think I know a lot but I'm very basic when it comes to this stuff. I, I do a bunch of parlays because there are easy numbers for me to digest. But I'm not one that would like to or afford to drop like 50 bucks on this game or $100 on that game. Or like I tried to do for the Broncos Super Bowl against the Panthers like 10-ish years ago. I tried to bet an entire paycheck, which would have been like 450 bucks, at the time that the Broncos were going to beat the Panthers. And the Panthers fan said no, because his paycheck was bigger than mine, and he was going to do it. And I said, fine, just bet me whatever the amount that I have here. And he's like, oh, no, 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 no I couldn't do that. It's like, you're here high-stepping about the Panthers all the time. Just say, I love my Panthers, but I don't trust them enough against the Broncos to bet that money. Just be honest about it. Don't just get gaudy and then, you know, oh, no, 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 I couldn't do that. And just explain yourself. That's all I need. Because I was willing to forego $450 and th figure out how I was going to make it up later. That was the one time I was going to make a stupid large bet. Another time I made a $100 bet on a two-game parlay on a baseball team and I won 300 bucks off it. Yay me. But... That's only because I had a lot of decision making and I, I kind of like took some time to figure it out. But that was two years ago, and now I've got you know fun money to go and spend ten dollars at a time. Um, so far, my stats say that I have the right tab open. All right, I've gone in for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I've gone in 10 different days for 11 different parlay tickets. There was one day on the 5th of January where I split things off, and if it wasn't for a lucky goal at the end of a game, I would have made back 100 bucks on a, on a small parlay. So I've split up my bets by team, or by sport, by team, the odds, and then who they're playing and where. I, while I don't have individual columns for each of those items, I have each of them on the same column. So, like, on the 21st of December, I have a ticket that goes NHL, Avs, minus 180 at home against the Senators. And then I've got NHL, Arizona, minus 150 at San Jose Sharks. And then so on, so on, uh, so on down the line. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, one, uh, minus 117 home against the Knights. 
the Wild, minus 170 versus the Canadians. Flames, minus 190 at Anaheim. I am definitely a favorites picker. It is hard for me to pick the upset because objectively they are not the better team. There's a reason why the odds makers place the lines for the plus minus where they are. Um, uh, hockey, the Flyers, minus 125, home against Nashville. I thought Nashville was going to start their backup goalie at the time. I didn't double check that it was their star goalie. Philly was still floundering at that point. I took a chance on Philly being a favorite like the odds makers did. I scoped that one out before checking the odds, and apparently all my picks lined up with the odds makers. Um, uh, that was the weekend that the NFL was playing on Christmas, or the week of that. I had Denver home against New England, minus 325. I mean, I, I, I definitely a self-hating Broncos fan at a certain point. I love them, but they were in a tailspin and they weren't going to pull out of it. And I'm like, ah, whatever, I'll, I'll bet home against the Patriots because the Patriots are a bigger dumpster fire. But only because it was the Patriots. Against almost anybody else in the league, I would have bet them. Except, like, yeah, like the Patriots and the Cardinals. Everyone else would have been like, oh, hell no, I'm taking, <laughs> taking the road team even as an underdog. And then the bigger upset was the Chiefs against the Raiders. Five, minus 500 at home. That's 500 down to win 100 back. So a $500 ticket would get you $600. And the Chiefs blew that one. But I called Philly, minus 850, home against the Giants, because I wanted like an extra 20 bucks on my ticket, 25 bucks, And then I had Cleveland at Houston, minus 140. If I had known other information at the time, I actually would have taken Houston plus money at that point, because Houston was objectively a better team. But whatever, I took Cleveland on the road at Houston. I lost three of those, which was the Flyers, the Broncos, and the Chiefs. Set that's, I mean, 7 out of 10, 70%. Good. I, I like that. I like picking at a 70% clip. A potential ticket of six, $655.20, I lost 10 bucks on. No, no biggie. <coughs> Go down again two days later because <coughs> I'm, I'm like, whatever, you know, I've got a little bit of money. It's Christmas. I've got my bonus. I'll burn some cash here. I spent $10 at another casino. Went all hockey. I went Maple Leafs at the Blue Jackets, minus 225. I'm not really a fan of taking on-the-road favorites. That's actually where you want to look at it and not just take on-the-road favorites, but you want to look at that puck line or point spread, as, as they say in other sports. If you, if you are giving goals to the home team, I would seriously consider that because you are going to make better odds betting that than A, betting the away favorite, or B, taking a chance on the home upset and just throwing your money away. So I've got that there. I've got that one right. I called the Devils at home against Detroit, minus 190. I got the Rangers at home against Buffalo, minus 175. I took the Hurricanes at home against the Islanders. The Hurricanes are hard to pick. They're good enough to make it work over the season, but they're hard to bet on a game-by-game -game basis. Very difficult for me, which is why I try not to bet them 
but the I th I thought the Hurricanes defense would stem the Islanders offense at home. Like Hurricanes you should have done it, but I believe the Hurricanes started anti-Ranta that night. And if I'd known that, I would have taken the Islanders in the upset. I took Blues home against the Blackhawks, which will be a reoccurring theme. There are many many nights where I pick against the Blackhawks because they are a dumpster fire there in Chicago. That's why they got Connor Bedard, and now that Connor Bedard's been out for a month and a half now, they're still a dumpster fire. They're just take the under on the goals. Um, I would... Uh, I then took the Colorado Abs home against the Coyotes. Gotta do it. Good team versus bad team. Minus 225? Fine, fuck it, whatever. Um... Then I took the Kings home against Calgary, minus 155, and I took Vancouver home against San Jose, minus 300, because once you get up that up that high, even if you add a minus 300 team, you're going to go from, like, you're going to add another, like, 70 bucks on top of your ticket. So that's... Only one I got wrong was the Hurricanes. That's seven right <clears throat> out of eight picks. One wrong. Last week was 70%. This week, or this time... 87.5%. That's 8 picks on a $235.20 ticket. Lost 10 bucks. That's fine. So, the, the three days later, day after Christmas, I've got free time. I'm not doing anything. Screw it. I made 7 out of 8 last time. I made 7 out of 10 the previous time. Okay, I'll go back. Did all NHL. There's a lot of men. There's a lot of hockey. And there will be a lot of men's basketball that I bet because those are what's available on my free days. I don't have that. Baseball's not up and running yet. That'll be fun. Um, uh, football's over for the year. Uh, basketball, men's basketball, professional like NBA stuff. I will bet if it's available, but only if they're like significant enough favorites to do it. Um, but most of my stuff is hockey and college basketball because that's what I know right now. I'm not going to bet tennis. I'm not going to bet auto racing. I'm not going to bet soccer. Like, soccer would be fun. I'm not up and at a casino in time to bet soccer, and I'm not going to futures bet a soccer game. Those three-way three tickets are just really weird for me. It's just hard for me to do. Um... <clears throat> So on the 26th of December, 10 more dollars now. Like I said, these are $10 bets. These are not, I'm throwing down a paycheck's worth and I'm like, man, I'm going to burn myself out. If I lose a lot of money all at once, it's going to kill me. If I lose $10, that is one meal, one stop at the gas station, one whatever that I shouldn't be doing in the first place. So I'm taking some money, having a little fun, fund it for like two months or whatever, and then be like, all right, whatever, screw it, I'm bored. Um... But this third one here, I, I don't win on this ticket. NHL, Rangers home against Washington, minus 225. Won that one. Maple Leafs home against the Sens, minus 190. Doesn't win that. I, hard for me to understand that one. Ottawa's good. Toronto is maddening. But they're in Toronto, they're at least at home. <clears throat> I've got the Devils, minus 275, home against the Jackets. Won that one. I've got 
the Lightning home against Florida. Lost that one, minus 125. I was uncertain about that. That one I did, at the book, go back and forth about. Um, I got Winnipeg at Chicago, minus 250. Excuse me. Um, like Back-to-back picks against Chicago, won that one. Yay. Normally, I don't do that, but... Especially at minus 250, that would tell me that something's up, and I should probably bet Chicago. Glad I didn't, because Chicago sucks. Then I've got Calgary at home against Seattle, minus 150. Kind of surprising. Seattle was weak this year. Calgary's been terrible. I bet against them last time. I bet for them this time. Maybe I should have bet against them again. Uh, Kings against San Jose. Look at that. Back-to-back San Jose picks. LA at home, minus 350, took them, won it. Vegas, on the road, minus 225, at Anaheim. So, like I said, unless the team, if the team is really bad, I will bet against them at home. As Anaheim, at Chicago, at Columbus Blue Jackets. Of them, the Blue Jackets I shouldn't, Anaheim I probably shouldn't, Chicago I need to take against them whenever I can, because they are just sucky. That's four out of four picks, 50% on a $234, $234 ticket. Another $10 lost. This one, I'm most proud about. Um, I, I won a ticket the 30th of December. I went out. It's a Saturday night, if my computer would work for me. Was a Thursday. Wow. Random Thursday. Oh, right, because I was off of work because of uh, Christmas holiday. No. Saturday, December 10th is Saturday. Uh, that makes sense. Okay. So, different casino this time. Went back up north. Uh, men's basketball. This is an all-men's basketball ticket. And normally I'm wary of... Oh, well, there's one NBA game, and I'll... I'll Place that one last, even though it's in the middle of my ticket. So, I took a metric ton of favorites. And by favorites, I mean, I probably shouldn't take favorites like this. I probably should have taken more money lines to increase the payout. But I wanted to work on my knowledge a little bit more before just having at it. So I took Massachusetts, the Massachusetts Minutemen at home against Siena. That's minus 2,000. Horrible odds. Of course they were going to crush them. James Madison, minus 745 versus Texas State. At home, minus 749 in men's basketball. Take it. Kansas, it's technically at Wichita State, but I believe what I read at the time was that it was at a neutral court. It wasn't at the Jayhawks' court. It wasn't at the Shockers' court. It was at some weird middle ground there in Kansas. Probably, like, in Topeka or some crap like that. I don't remember. So, I took a chance on Kansas minus 1,000. I probably should have gone money line on that one. I did debate that. I did take Kansas in the end because I did not want a chance to ticket. I took Arkansas at home against UNC Wilmington, minus 600. I took Western Kentucky home against Abilene Christian, minus 225. I took Grand Canyon. Well, here. Yeah, I took Grand Canyon minus 325 home against Louisiana Tech. I watched that game. 
That game was stressful because Louisiana Tech made it a lot closer than 325 should have been. That line should have been much closer at like 150 or 125, if not maybe a little closer than that. That was a very tight game. It did go back and forth for a lot of it, and I was very excited to watch a game. I don't have a stake in that one. Neither of them play New Mexico State anymore because they changed conferences, so I don't really give a crap about them on a random Saturday night. I did that Saturday night. I've got men's basketball Marquette, home against Crichton, minus 180. That was tough. Crichton's always been good. I took a flying leap. If I had done that differently, I probably would have taken Crichton. I mean, Crichton on the road at Marquette. Big East basketball so hard to bet. So freaking hard. That was a huge chance. I definitely think the odds should have been different. Much, much closer. Because it's freaking Crichton. And then I took Duke against some D2 school Queens. Minus 29.5. And the reason why I took the line on this is because it was a cheap way to get a minus 110 in this ticket. That is 8 of my 9 bets. My first upset call was Detroit versus Toronto. I'm milling around the casino, looking at things, checking out what games they got, not just in the sports book. I've already written down pretty much what I want. I have eight games, and then I was looking at a basketball game. Detroit is terrible. Toronto, mediocre. Mediocre beats average. I was going to have just a small ticket. It was going to be 150 bucks. No, it was going to be like 100 bucks and change and then maybe 150 with, you know, I was going to take Toronto. Fine, on the road, probably shouldn't do it. NBA taking a chance whatever, and I'll find a 10th game to round out the ticket. I did not. News broke while I was at the casino that Toronto had traded Pascal Siakam to the Indiana Pacers. I caught a break. It was the morning of that game that they made that move. I should have put more money down, but I'm like, if I put more money down, I'm going to justify more money down on every single ticket going forward based on how strongly I feel about my games. Should I? Yes, I should have in, in hindsight. I took Detroit at that time because the lines hadn't taken the news into account yet. I took Detroit plus 135. I should have put a metric ton of money down because I knew that Toronto shorthanded on the road the day you make the trade. It's a gut punch. Of course they were going to lose that game. I won $201.35. So 10 in, 201.35 out. Nice. I just won 200 bucks on my fourth ticket. I'm up 160 bucks at that point. Throughout the next month and a half, I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven more tickets. Of those seven tickets, only two of them are at 50% or above. Everything else is garbage. I moved at that point because I figured out, out with Duke in the line. And with the men's basketball, I can only bet so much on the heavy favorites. Plus, I won, I won an upset. So it's like, well, of course. Now I can take all these 50-50 shots at minus 110. 
and if there's a good upset, I'll just take the upset. So now I move into plus minuses. All my games going forward are plus minuses. Well, not all of them. There's a few that are not plus. There's there's a few money lines that are left. And that. My two best tickets left were a small four-game parlay on the 5th of January, because I didn't know if it was one game was going to screw up the rest of the ticket, and the game I was worried about actually was the one that screwed up the ticket. So I, I was justified in separating them, but I was still dumb by placing the bet. The only time I've put 20 down on one day. Took Magic plus 9.5 at Denver. Scary pick. Denver's good. Magic are alright. I got lucky the Magic had a decent night. Pacers home against Atlanta. They got, you know, spicy P there. Uh, minus two and a half at home against Atlanta. There was a lot of people taking Atlanta on the money line. There was not a lot of people taking Indiana. I got it. I got lucky that Indy actually came back on that game. Because they were down for a good chunk of the second half. I got the Cavs at home against the Capitals. No, the Wizards, I'm sorry. Cleveland versus Washington, NBA. Minus nine and a half. That's a huge line at home. I took Cleveland minus nine and a half. I got lucky that one worked out. Denver is better than Cleveland, but the Magic are the but Orlando was better than Washington. <laughs> so, I mean, I got lucky. And then NBA. I got the Anaheim Ducks home against Winnipeg. Minus 125. Winnipeg is was a heavy favorite. I believe they were th close to 250 or 300 favorite. I wanted to shrink the odds a little and take them at minus 115. I took Anaheim plus a goal and a half. Winnipeg, or Anaheim... Scores at the third, start of the third period. Let's see if I remember this. They score at the start of the third period to make it 3-2. I'm like, I've got this in the bag. They proceed to give up three goals in the third period. Two even strength. Or two, two, two regular goals and then one empty netter with a minute to go. That empty netter with a minute to go moved it to 5-3 Winnipeg instead of 4-3 Winnipeg. That's three picks, one loss, four total, 75%. It was only $106.02. But, but, that got me close enough that I thought I could do it. I had men's basketball that I did halfway decent. I had NBA that I blew up and NHL that I blew up on the other ticket. There was a bunch of stuff that... I, you know, you win some, you lose some. That's fine. These are $10 tickets that I can afford. Like I said, I don't need to eat out at McDonald's because, fuck, I'm out and it's lunchtime. I can come home. Or, hey, I'm out of the house. I need to get a big breakfast. Fuck it. I'm going to eat a Pop-Tart from the fr from the pantry instead of running out and getting, like, a croissant, which from Burger King, or load up on Taco Bell like I'd really like to. So, helping my waistline, helping my pocketbook. It's all the same. Um, the other good ticket that I had left was on the 26th of January. I had six bets. I missed one. 
I have, and I, and I took a ch chance. On the one that I lost, I went back and forth and back and forth. Um, I won Vegas at the Rangers plus 1.5 goals. It was a minus 190. But like I said, you're giving goals. I, I always like to take the plus on the goals. It is, it is so much better for me to bet that than the actual, you know, favorite or upset. Uh, I took Pittsburgh Penguins home against Florida plus one and a half. Minus 230 on that. Yes, you gotta take a home plus one and a half. I took a road plus. I took the Blues at Seattle. Seattle was scuffling at the time. I took the Blues plus one and a half at minus 170 because otherwise they were a plus 300 or minus 300 favorite. So I took a minus 170 for the Blues. Shock the odds. The one. The one NHL game I did debate was I had Colorado home against the Kings. The question was how much they were going to beat them by. I wasn't going to take the goal line because I think the regular line was just a hair better. I took Colorado minus 148 versus the Lakers. Or versus the Lakers, god damn it. Versus the Kings. The Avs versus the Kings. There was an NBA game that was close. I took Indiana home against the uh, against the Suns, Indiana versus Phoenix, minus one ten on Indiana plus four and a half. Indiana was good enough that they could keep it within five points. I won that one, and then I won. Then I lost Toronto plus eight home against the Clippers. I did think about that, but I said I don't need Toronto to win. Just keep it close. I didn't realize how demoralized they were and how on the ball the Clippers were. Lost that one. Then I, then I took a men's basketball, Seattle versus Utah Valley for college basketball. Pretty easy, minus 330, straight up. That's five picks, one loss, six total, 83% success on a $276 ticket. Notice how none of these tickets are four digits. All the ones I failed hard on are all four-digit tickets. For a reason, the odds are fantastically high. All those tickets are sub-500. One, two, three, four, five tickets. All of them are eight-game tickets except for one. Or four of the five are eight-game tickets. One game is a one is a nine-game ticket. I only won three picks on each of them. So that's roughly 30 to 40%. On these tickets that are a thousand plus payback those are hard to make for a reason that's why the odds are so fantastically high the funny thing is if I took them opposite there actually would have been a higher payout if I had chosen the right winner on those games so I have lost everything or I've lost every ticket I've had except the 30th of December and even with that I took everything into account, including this last Friday that I lost. I'm still up $101. I went in expecting to be down 200 quit after two months, and then come back and maybe do some baseball in the summertime. Right now, I am plus 101. That means I can fund 
another 10 weeks worth of bets. Or another 10 parlay tickets, I should say. Because I'm not going to go in and be like, hey, yeah, I want to put 10 on San Fran. Okay, cool. I'm going to come back and collect 15 bucks later. Shit. That's not worth my time. If I drop 100 to come back and collect 150 maybe. Who knows? But I don't have $100 to lose. I've got 10 to lose. But I don't want to waste my time for $15. So... My lowest ticket, <laughs> other than that little four-game parlay, my lowest ticket was that 201.35 that I did win. And that's what I might have to do. Just bet simple, easy games, win $200 at a time. <clears throat> and that's okay. This is a fun outing for me. Instead of going out and blowing 30 bucks on food, $35 on food, you know, once a week, twice a week, I can blow $10 on a ticket and maybe get like a $5 sandwich on the way home. I'm only out 15 bucks a week instead of $30 a week. And I got the potential to win money, which keeps me engaged with certain sports I wouldn't normally watch. There's a lot of men's basketball I haven't seen in the last two years because I've watched a lot of hockey. I didn't watch a lot of football until the playoffs this year. I watched some football here and there. I didn't watch a lot of it. I've, I've just, my hockey and baseball intake has increased significantly in the last three years. And that's coming from somebody that would watch literally anything. So I'm going to, I'm going to round it off there. It'll be a short little 30-minute one. I had intended to do a video presentation so I could have rolled through this a little cleaner. But I've got some issues with my software right now, so I'm just doing the audio on it. Um, next time I put out an episode, I will have this ready and see if I can get it looking a little cleaner. If not, then I'll just leave it like this and just hand calculate some of these things because... The next step in my spreadsheet project is I want to separate them by league. And I can be like, okay, all my NHL picks, I am this of this. All my NBA picks, this of this. Men's college basketball, this of this. Uh, professional basketball, NBA, this of this. And I want to go and break that down. I want to then break down my home versus away. And that I want to go and get a spreadsheet of, of that included in there. Okay, I am against. Uh, I am with the spread. This against the spread. That I I am betting against teams at home versus teams on the road. I want to have that breakdown for my picks. Or you know, if I can pay somebody twenty bucks, hey, here's twenty bucks. Can you go break down my spreadsheet? In fact, I might try and do that if I go and win one of these bets here. I'll be like, hey, I've got 30 bucks to spend. Somebody, can I cash app you $30 to go run my spreadsheet for me because it's not clicking for me. I'm sitting there and spinning my wheels, and I just can't do it. So I'll, I'll see what happens. And uh, next time I come back, I'm going to give an update. I've got Baseball Dynasty Leagues that are starting up. I've got a... 
startup deep dynasty. It's like a 20-man team with, like, 20-man miners with, like, a th 20... What What is it? It's like... It, it's a 46-man roster, 20 of which are miners, so I guess it's 26 starters, 20 miners on a 20-man team, or 20-man league, which means it's fantastically deep. There are players... That even though I've tried to increase my prospect knowledge, I have no idea who these guys are. Some random single layer for this team out here that's like, oh, look, you play for the Cardinals and their single A team, and you had a 2.50 ERA, but your K per nine is 13. So I'm going to hold on to you for five more years until you break into the majors. So I will give the rundown on that league. I will give the, the rundown on my team in that league next time around. So everyone... Have a good one. Have a happy Super Bowl. I'm going to go play some bets here in a little while. Thank you and have a great day.